everybody because we're hashtag money woke good to see y'all folks good to listen thanks for joining me on the daily dish here at greg chats cash podcast and on the instagram live and soon to be on twitch live too that's actually why i'm running a little bit late today trying to get the twitch live going those of you who are just tuning in here's our topics for today and those of you catching this later I'm going to talk about these topics backwards because you listening right now are the most important person to me. I want to help you out with your personal finance stuff. When it comes to the topics today, we are talking about tracking, forced scarcity, and ask me anything. And I have so many dishes to do, so we'll be talking about money stuff till the dishes are done here at Greg Chats Cash. Anytime, feel free to leave me a message during the live streams, afterwards. I want to point out resources to you that are oftentimes free and very responsible. And there's a bunch of different ways that we can work together. Those of you joining me on the live stream, hey there, it's great to see you, sir. And uh, I'm recording the podcast as we speak, so let's kick it off. First off, ask me anything. When it comes to personal finance stuff, I want to make sure that we're all on the same page, that it's not going to be the same for all of us, but there are different resources that are going to work for many of us, if not the majority of us. So when it comes to personal finance, ask me anything, especially today as I talk about tracking and forced scarcity. Tracking and forced scarcity are two of the models that I really enjoy using and utilizing when it comes to personal finance. Tracking is paying attention to where your money stuff goes, where the money spending is going out and where it's coming in. This is similar to budgeting, but not quite the same. It's more about paying attention than actively moving money or allocating money um, all the way uh, to specific categories, goals, and priorities. When it comes down to it, I am thinking about tracking and how our money is coming into our life and going out. And then with forced scarcity, what we're talking about is ways to make sure that when it leaves your life, it is heading in the directions that are going to benefit you the best. This is really handy for me because I am so all about trying to hide money from myself and automate my finances so that I don't need to deal with them on a day-to-day basis. This is ideal because then you can do stuff like play on video games and live stream and maybe figure out ways for people to watch that. Yeah, I started doing things on Twitch. It's ridiculous. But back to what we were talking about. Tracking and forced scarcity. Since I said I was working backwards, let's talk about forced scarcity. One of the ways to consider forced scarcity is how can we set up our personal finance money life in ways where the money is heading directly to the accounts, bills, debts, investments, and savings areas in your life, even before you see it. That was a lot of dishes. Um, Even before you see it, um, when it comes down to it, when it comes down to uh, forced scarcity, one of the first things to consider is if you have a job that has some sort of investing a component to it where you could perhaps like invest in a 401k or some other type of tax advantaged account, sometimes called a retirement account. Sometimes those types of situations will have uh, what we call matching contributions. This is a quick way to get a small raise, by the way, or sometimes a significant raise. The tricky part is, is the money that they're giving you when they match your contributions uh, isn't available to you right away. 
But the better part is because it's not available to you, then, uh, then because, sorry, I'm getting a little distracted by some comments over here. What are you guys saying? Um, I, <laughs> uh, the, I appreciate that you guys are having conversations in the comments section. Uh, I appreciate both of you for joining in too. And uh, by the way, yeah, it's good to see you folks, too. Thanks for joining me. Uh, those of you listening to the podcast, I am on Instagram a lot, and I try to live stream there a lot. When it comes to forced scarcity and what we were talking about with forced scarcity, by moving money into those retirement funds, even if it means you just, like, tick up the little dial and start by just contributing 1% into your retirement fund, maybe they match that. They may have a minimum uh, amount that you need to contribute to match it. It's giving yourself a raise and it's part of for scarcity you're automatically putting money into a place where you can't access it to spend it on non-priorities next when we look past the money that's getting put away before taxes are taken out then a whole bunch of money is available to you and step one work the direct deposit people if you don't have the direct deposit going make that happen because that's one your time is much more valuable than money and all that time spent having to take that and go to places where you have to deposit it is time spent, unless this is how you track, which is a possibility in your tracking. But it's also time spent that you could be doing other things with your life. And with direct deposit, you can also then have a very regular expectation of when those deposits are going to happen. And because of that, giving it a few days buffer, I recommend, so you can make sure all checks clear. Uh, you give it like maybe five, maybe six days buffer. Some say seven. This, by the way, is just some guy doing dishes. Please don't take all of these things I say as advice and take action on them without following up with some more research and education on your own. Informational purposes only. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Haha, <laughs> I don't have a sponsor. Maybe an air conditioning will sponsor me. It's really hot in here. I have to turn off all the uh, fans and the, we have a swamp cooler. Uh, I'm just sweating up a storm here. But if I had a sponsor, this is about where that would go. Like, I, I would be like, and now a word from our sponsor. Dish soap. They paid me to do this. They didn't just send me dish soap. That, that would be kind of what it would be like. Um, or Twitch. I've figured out how to make money playing video games. That hasn't happened yet either. Back to what we were saying with forced scarcity, once you move past the money that you are getting direct deposited into your checking and or savings account, because here's another great part of forced scarcity. With direct deposit, you can have it set up so that it goes to more than one, more than one bank account, checking account, savings account, investing strategies. How can we have that money automatically go to more than one place? Automatically. And one of those things that I've heard about in the past that we've talked about in the past on some of my other channels with some collaborations and other folks, the cash stronghold account, the cash checking account, and the bill pay account. So for example, you may have an account that's just bill pay. For example, if you can figure out how much you spend every month in expenses, I'm not saying budget here, I'm just saying what goes out the door. If you can figure out what that amount is, let's say it's uh, $3,000, just throwing a number out there. If you can figure out how to move $3,000 a month specifically into the bill pay checking account, 
then you set up automatic bill pay on all of your utilities and rent or mortgage and other monthly payments like cell phone bills and maybe cable, um, kids stuff, memberships, um, subscriptions. Figure out what those are and then figure out how to have those automate and pull from that bill pay checking account. Because then the other checking account that gets a different amount of money is going to be used for things like, oh, we're not spending it yet because we're still forcing scarcity. And what we can do there is with that bill pay account, we can either A, have just bills there, or B, we can also have our money for investing come out of there. Unless we decide to do something else and, oh, getting all sweaty, aren't I? Uh, unless we decide to do something else and move that into our regular checking account and then have our automated investing strategy happen from there. The more you can automate and the more you can hide money from yourself, the more you can force the scarcity. Because by the end, once your bills are paid, your investments are made, your debt is being paid, then you have what's left made in the shade. That was a really lame rhyme that I ended with. I really wanted it to be better. But um, what you have left at the end there is the money that is for the priorities in the immediate, the expenses that you're doing now. This way, as you know, when I've talked about things before, I don't always talk about goals. I talk about priorities. What are your priorities in the long term, short term, medium term? What are your priorities right now for your spending? What choices are you making today, this week, with that next paycheck, with for scarcity, that is aiming towards your priorities? This is where tracking can come in. Once we've started to figure out how to automate and force scarcity and hide money from ourselves, one of the other ways I like to hide money from myself is the second savings account. I like online savings accounts that give me a higher interest rate and I can do things like build a certificate of deposit ladder, a CD ladder. If you don't know what that is, definitely check out my Instagram stories and Instagram TV, IGTV. There's some silly videos I've made about that. But once you've figured out ways to hide that money from yourself, tracking your expenses, tracking your saving, tracking your investing, tracking your paying down of debts can be tricky with all of those different accounts. And with all that automation, you still want to keep an eye on it. This is where I've looked into different versions of tracking. Some people prefer pen and paper, pencil, paper, uh, journaling. Uh, some people prefer Excel spreadsheets. I prefer some of these automated services that I have found to be reliable and free even though they tend to push other products on me on the regular and I have to say no thank you, click X and X out of stuff, I recommend checking out and at least considering things like Personal Capital and Mint or YNAB. You need a budget. That one's a pay for one though. But with Personal Capital and Mint, if Mint, if you're someone who carries a significant amount of debt still, working off credit card debt, school debt, student loan debt, um, uh, vehicle debt, things like that. Mint may be more your direction. Personal capital for those of us who are moving in towards investing ideas. It's a really great way to go. But of course, if you've already tackled that credit card debt and you are working towards investing with personal capital, they're going to try to push investment strategies on you. So this is kind of like my beware of this. You can join up for free, but they will try to push their advisement products on you, especially once you've been on there for a while and you start to have some sort of building of wealth, health, and net worth. So my recommendation is definitely consider the free services 
and recognize that they are trying to sell you their products. There is bank level security, which is nice. And the last thing I'm going to leave with when it comes to talking about tracking at this moment is talking about the forced, uh, I'm sorry, talking about some of these programs like personal capital. This is me throwing out my ask. If you decide, hey, I think I'm going to check out personal capital. I like what they see there. Hit me up and I'm going to send you a link because there's this like affiliate thing where if I, if, if I give you a link that, you know, is connected to me, it'll send me 20 bucks and it'll add you 20 bucks. And it's 20 bucks for both of us for signing up for a free service. So anyway, it's just something to consider if you're interested. No pressure. If you decide to go it off on your own, I understand. And for those of you who are listening, watching, if you're new to The Daily Dish, talking about money stuff till my dishes are done, I appreciate you being here and I hope you check back in. I have a few dishes left, so usually what I'm going to do about this time is where I start to get off track and rambly. And for those of you watching on the live stream, you can see how kind of sweaty I am here. It's in the 90s here, people. It's really hot. Um, but there's probably parts of the tracking and for scarcity, not probably, there's definitely parts of the tracking and for scarcity that I missed. So feel free to hit me up with your follow-up questions. If I started off on one direction and got off on tangents, I haven't even listened to this, and we don't edit round here. It just goes up. There we go, putting the dishes down, making sure that we don't spill them. And just to wrap it up, if you get into different types of learning besides podcasts, hit me up. I can send places that have great videos. Uh, oh, uh, let me give some podcast recommendations while I'm here. I, I don't do that enough because I'm an avid podcast listener. I want to spread the wealth. A couple podcasts I highly recommend. If you're in investing and, and want to get into investing and want to learn more about investing, I cannot highly recommend enough the Money Tree Investing Podcast. A great group of folks getting together, talking with a guest, and then having roundtable discussions about that guest's information, expertise, and services and ideas, and it's a really great way to get multiple perspectives on financial matters that are responsible and actionable. That's the nice part. So Money Tree Investing Podcast is one of my favorites. Of course, Stacking Benjamins is a great one that's a lot of fun. Other ones that I highly recommend, I have been getting into, what have I been listening to lately? Of course, you know what? I gotta go back to it. One of the first podcasts that got me comfortable and thinking about the economy economics, and personal finance was the one Marketplace. I highly recommend checking out Marketplace for a significantly um, balanced um, direction of information around economics, macro, micro, personal finance, and everything in between. It makes it approachable, and I've learned a lot from it over the years. Couple questions coming in on the Instagram live. So before I turn off the podcast, let's hit those up and make sure I'm not missing anybody's. Ooh, look at it. I'm like shiny here. Um, all y'all talking about loose change in the carpets. All right. I've, uh, Kevin says he puts all his money into penny stocks. Don't do it. Don't do it. Casey Snipes mentions he's also on Twitch, which is great. I'm totally going to be there. Those of you listening, if you've gotten into Twitch, hit me up. Um, I am not a good player, but I am trying to be entertaining. Um, 
other things to do uh, is considering trying to attack credit card debt before the oh someone's trying to cra oh Kevin's trying to crack uh, trying to get at his credit card debt before the end of October, which is a great way to do it because folks, we're getting into the school year, into the fall, we're getting into that time where it also gets spendy around holidays coming up. So trying to get uh, build up a cash stronghold right now, trying to get tracking and forcing scarcity before the holidays hit and mess us up. You know what I mean? Um, uh, Casey also asked, do I upload the audio from this to Anchor or YouTube? Uh, the answer to that is I record through Anchor on a different phone and Anchor sends this podcast out for free to all the major podcast distributors, which is pretty great. Eventually I'm going to have them up on YouTube too, but I say eventually a lot. Kevin mentions, if and when I upload to other platforms, you should definitely link all these things you're talking about. Actually, the link for YouTube, I'm sorry, the link for the Greg Chats Cash podcast is in my Instagram bio. Those of you listening to the podcast right now, they're like, we don't need this link. We're listening to you right now. I've wasted too much of your time. Have a wonderful day and rest of your week. I've been singing a lot because on the live stream when I'm video gaming, it just gets ridiculous. I get very silly now. Um, glad to be back online.